I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Saturday in Dublin, Liberty Hall, and um, we got some valuable information that girls mm-hmm. put down your phones. Just listen for a second. The bar is cash only, cash only, cash only, and apparently they have very good prices. Yes, because, uh, less than a fiver for a pint. Oh my God! So girlies, get your fivers yes. out from the ATM. Because that would just be such a stress if you Ugh. got there. You're trying to get your drink, and then you're legging it down to the ATM. So mm-hmm. make sure tell your gals. Don't forget to bring cash for the bar. Yes, bring it's enough cash. Big and, deal. <laughs> uh, we are usually, we usually hit the stage around 8pm. Uh, we are going to have my performing on the night as a surprise for all you girlies, but uh, we're dying to have my down. It's yes. going to be such a lit night. If any of you guys were at the Tivoli, you know what a great performer she is. So get in your seats early. Come down. I think the doors are at half seven. So go for a drink locally around seven or something, you know, the mm-hmm. way and make your way down. Um, and we are dying to see you on Saturday. Yes, brand new show. First time doing the show. Yes. And we're so, so excited to have some fresh material for you gals. Dying for it. So see you all on Saturday. And yeah, that's that's about it on the show, the show podcast. Yeah, because there's no tickets. Um, oh yeah, they're all, all gone. They're yeah. all gone. 400 tickets gone. They they just went so they quick. They didn't put all. any aside. So um, we will put up a, t- a post maybe today um, if there are any people selling. Yes. That's kind of post on Instagram So keep an eye out for that We'll do that today Mostly people are commenting Just There's a few comments Going back and forth On our recent posts So just keep an eye out there Yeah yeah. Um, but yeah Other than that Everyone has your tickets Well done You got them And we'll see you on Saturday At 8 o'clock bra, 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 For a lit show <laughs> bra, bra, bra. Yeah dab on that <laughs> Okay so what are we Talking about This week baby girl Well I'm just fucking So distracted by this Gorgeous weather That we're I having No, it's not lovely It's absolutely No it is fucking gorgeous It was like February last week So the minute oh my goodness, I know. A lick of sun oh. Comes out I am just Feeling myself I'm like bathing In all it's glory like it's so 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 yesterday we were in town we had a meeting in the morning and then we sauntered on into town and it was like we were basking in this heat I was like I could barely talk I was like I'm melting I know and I was wearing fucking jeans for once in my life I I was was wearing nothing and I was still (laughs) roasting it was so hot I so love when you find those like sun traps in Dublin and I just love like that just after having such a harsh winter rain mm. all last week when we finally have that like gorgeous sunlight everyone is just bopping around well Irish people have this weird like thing that we're, because our weather is so unpredictable like we obviously get pretty bad not like the worst winters but they're bad enough but like 
it's just you can be like this 18 degrees 20 degrees sunny for like three days and then it can be a month of rain again and it's I think Irish people know that so the minute it does get sunny I just feel that everyone in Ireland takes such advantage of it and we live as if we're never going to see a sunny day again like (laughs) I know and that's because you have to we were in town and it was like no one had a job. Everyone of all ages bopping around, <laughs> point in hand, smoothie and 99. It's uh, like everyone oh. yeah, it's like pint, smoothie, shorts, flip-flops, topless. Like. I was with my friend. He was like, I need to buy shorts straight away. <laughs> like drop 40 euro. Literally, yeah. Hilarious. Like it's nada. But with this, has everyone... Horny for the summer activities, I do feel. Yeah, because we're just on the cusp of it. Everyone's talking about it. I got takeaway last night and this man who <laughs> delivers my pizza, like always kind of, you know, your man. No, I know. Oh, yeah. Comes into the house. Into the gaff and he's always like, no, finally we're getting that lovely weather now. Aren't you delighted? I'm like, oh my God, it's fab. And he's like, it's brilliant. I mean, what are you doing? What's your plans? So there's all this kind of conversation around like summer plans. What are you doing? Mm. Where are you going? Are you working? Are you this? Are you that? And it's I got like... A, we did a week. I got a, um, at our friend's barbecue. And I was talking to Fiona's boyfriend. And he was just like, So, any plans? Were anything booked? Anything going away? Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you seeing? And I was like, Nothing. Nothing planned. <laughs> you know. Nothing booked. Well, everything we have planned is very much here. Yes. Right now. Like, we have, you know, some things coming up. Hopefully, sh- like we've got like a lot like of well this summer is going to be like a work like I mean I've worked every summer like but you know it's going to be quite it's a busy uh, season for like obviously like events and shit so like Lindsay and yeah. I will probably be, be working quite a lot this summer you mm-hmm. know I hope fingy squast fingy quasi <laughs> fingy quasi and toesy I get, I get lucky and <laughs> <laughs> when you're self-employed you also like especially because this is our first kind of oh year God, doing yeah. it like we want to be like okay the opportunities are dead are there? They're there. <laughs> We're taking that money, you know. But also, like, this is my first year again being self-employed, where I'm not paid for my holidays. Oh, I know. Every year I've had like holiday pay, so I could take two weeks, fuck off to Greece for two weeks, yeah. get a tan, absolutely loving my life. Now, if it's like self-employed, okay, grand, we'd have to do like obviously the podcast and pre-record X Gals. That would it would mean like two weeks of four weeks worth of work if I was mm-hmm. fucking off for two weeks or you if we were both fucking off you know yeah. that way but especially if we were se- separate because we can only do our job together <laughs> and we should probably actually maybe even consider I'm just thinking this now going away even if we're not going away together mm. but going away maybe around the same time so because imagine exactly. if you were going away in July oh, and I yeah. was in September then because that would be like September Staff squashing issues. the work <laughs> I know literally I'd be like hello I have a uh, imagine if we got like a little person in. With like when I was away, it's like it's Jenny and Anya in the bitch girls. <laughs> but like it is yeah, mad. It is the first year that I haven't had that security blanket, and also the first year. Like I mean, I'm you know financially would be making like considerably a lot less than I was last year. So I'm also like, and also like we have to pay all our taxes, and I'm like all of these things go through in my mind. I'm like, okay, so the money I have isn't really my money. And I know that's the stress that we're both in right now because we just hired an accountant and we're going getting all this stuff sorted. But it's so weird earning money, which is like yay. But also I'm like, I don't know how much of this is mine. I I don't even feel like any of it's mine because I want to like save as much as I can so that I can 
pay my taxes. And we pay twice the amount of taxes here because it's our first year in business. So anyway, that's all internal affairs. Extremely. (laughs) And that's my answer when someone asks me, "What's your plans for summer?" Well, I'm kind of really fucking anxious about it. If you must know, I give this long spiel of like why I'm not going off to Mark. But like, there is a weird. I hate that because I get so for I get such holiday jealousy. Like when people are fucking off somewhere, I am like, I couldn't be more jealous I know it looks like it's just so oh. fun and I love flexing my holiday like I love when I have a holiday booked I'm like I've got a holiday oh booked. I know and like I live for those just the thoughts of having 10 days or a week or whatever the fuck it is in the sun it's just like horny.com forward slash moi I know and this year I'm like so fab and then it's also like I'm putting all my poxy eggs in one basket because I'm like really hope Ireland is nice this summer again like last summer I'm like because if I it's know. not I'm I know because I need sunlight on my skin I need brightness I like for my freaking depression vibes yeah like (laughs) well I totally 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 get seasonal depression I get exhausted in winter Mm. like I'm just so like and as soon as I see sunlight my whole mood is just lifted Mm -hmm. like I can't wait the insta pics to be coming like it's just so much nicer being in sunlight being able to make little plans like oh let's go out to the beach today yeah. or let's go to the park or to Glendalough and mm. be able to be outdoors and it's just way more this, freedom it's so nice but like it is totally stressful it's kind of like um the boyfriend conversation mm. at like family events or you know if it's like so any potential what's going on mm. there and you're like yeah no 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 one no, just, like, just nothing Texting anyone any I on Tinder It's like no Zilt Nada It's nothing Nothing's going on In that vicinity My small talk Cannot happen there like, Okay uh, Holidays No Also no <laughs> No because sometimes You need the boyfriend For the holiday Yeah So <laughs> Go fuck yourself You fucking fat bitch <laughs> Let me just live and At this barbecue And have a, little, a chat about Bloody YouTubers That's my gossip I right know. now and then also so then another question I always get Lindsay, and like we were having a conversation about this the other week is like are you after all the festivals yeah festivals Festival? have gotten huge in the past few years I mean and I put out a tweet about this and I will stand by it like a, a type of personality that I can't or like just a type of person you know people who just festivals are their personality liking attending dressing, dressing. <laughs> makeup planning buying talk like every it's like your personality is surrounded around organized knacker drinking i mean i love knacker <laughs> drinking i've never given it up oh, i love knacker as soon drinking. as i started it, i never stopped it but what i i don't like i'm 32 now and i think my love for festivals happened around oxygen when i was in fifth year i think was my first festival we went to oxygen and it was just like the joy in it for me at that age and what my love for festivals started at that age was because I was away from my parents. I had two days to go absolutely mad to kind of act like more of an adult than I was living because mm-hmm. I was still at home. You know, your mom's calling you. You're not, you're not able to be out for two days randomly in Port Marnock where I lived, you know the way? So like going off to oxygen and stuff like that was deadly. But now I'm an adult. I can pretty do much do what I want all of the time. Yeah. And it's stressful. I remember last year, I went to one festival We both went And I think we arrived On site at like 12 or something something. 12 or 1 And we'd got We had a pint Before we got there We had one or two On the way down So like we were like You know two pints in And then we got to the festival One o'clock Had a pint in our hand We are like Okay 
This so, is it now for the full day. So I know. Like <laughs> my mind was like sat down in the grass, not interested in any of the acts. <laughs> so See, that was also or a the big weird thing. massage tents or when any you're like, of that. Was when like you're play. like 17 as well, it was the same thing. It was like, I feel like when you're young, and like obviously you and I both love music and we're both really into music, but like I feel like when you're young, you have this thing where you're like, it's the current band. You know the yeah. lineup in and out. And like, because you're in school and there's conversation around music exactly. or like bands. And it's just a hobby you have when you're young. Yeah. Like, you know, because like, it's kind of like, well, it's the turning of age where you're like, you have your mum and dad's music that you grew up with yeah. and then you start finding your own your music. Own so you're music, like, oh yeah. my God, I and love music. Totally. And like you're excited for the lineup of the festivals. But it's like, you know, now like Lindsay's 32, I'm 29 or whatever. Like, it's like, I know some of the acts, but like, I think there's just, there's this level of, um, I remember being like 16, 17 going to festivals and like say the Strokes are playing and I was like, it felt like I could never have the opportunity to see mm. the Strokes ever again. I know. Strokes are playing electric this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ten years later. A little older, a little more age, a lot more washed up. Yes. But we are going but and we will going. be front row and be like, that's not She's it. But like, like, I totally got my music at that age totally. as well. So it kind of was carried through. Like, thank fuck the Strokes are playing electric picky. Yeah. I now know an act. But like, my, my point is that like, I, I feel like that's why I was so much more invested in like lineups and acts at festivals. It's like now we're on a festival, like someone I know deadly could be playing and I'm like, ah, they'll be back next year. And festi- <laughs> seeing someone at a festival as well Shite. is quite different to like going to their actual show oh, in the Olympia or wherever. a festival wherever. crowd. It's known as like, because you know, not everyone there is a diehard fan. Not everyone there is as into it. You're usually bringing along your friends who are like, I don't really get this act. And you're like, shut the, shut fuck, the up. fuck up. And also the outdoor aspect. So if it is yeah. raining. Sounds not great. No, it's not. And I like my sound to be great at a gig but like or yeah it's just it's it's hard to maneuver festivals are mad they're mad all the time and I'm like, still in, and we're both into like new music as well yeah. but I feel like festival lineups have gotten like less and less deadly in the past few yeah. years it's like all these indie moments like fucking randomers playing loads of DJs and shit and I'm like where's my bands that I like I feel like a lot of it as well is like I, I, it's weird because obviously this is the likes of Longitude which always have these like crazy lineups of like big acts like yeah. last year there was like Solange her like all of the yeah. big and it was really well Zizza. it was booked like the acts were like lit to the clit but like I heard that like the festival is a little bit like Ugh. like it's not like a cute kind of electric picnic crowd vibe like I think Longitude is in Dublin and it's like you don't you don't camp there you go no, back no but it's it. known to be a really really young crowd exactly and, really, um, and, like, and obviously it's booked to kind of have that young, well, the crowd, the the acts will get a young crowd because, like, what we're saying, they're is when super you're current young, and big, exactly. And, all that kind of stuff. and but it's also like I feel like the just the type of music that gets big now is so much different to when we were younger. Like now, it's like it's just a different kind of um, it's a load of rap and it's DJs rap, and shit like that. It's like people who are kind of like clouty and kind of like it's not as much based on like what an album. Like albums aren't made anymore. Yeah, really, like. I don't remember like there's not a lot of acts out there who are releasing like phenomenal bodies of work. It's usually like one song went massive mm. and now it's kind of like they're big from it. You know that yeah. way? Obviously. I think Susan, she had a massive album last year. Oh, she, she did. Long not, not that no one does it, but like majority of the time. You know that way? It's like like even like Post Malone is obviously huge, but he had like three massive songs. Yeah. You're not going to be sitting down whacking on the Post Malone record. Well, you're kind of like what's happened in the past um, probably since like the social media age is not so much I don't think it's not the songs it's more that it's like the focus is, is on one person like Sizza, totally. Solange, Post Malone all those people are like one person that mm. is just like captivated a huge audience through like just Social their personality well. we're fascinated with that one person 
But back in our day when we were first going to like Oxygen and stuff, it was like Kings and Leon. Like you like the whole band. <laughs> you had your one you fancied. Yeah. Freaking Libertines. Yeah. Like, Do you like Pete Doherty or Kurt? Like it was that whole world as well. Mm. And they were way more because we didn't have access to like their life apart from seeing them in like tabloids or yeah. whatever. Or like just trying to research some like strokes blog. But like, yeah, you didn't know, like the Strokes didn't have an Instagram that you could be kind of seeing what they were up to. So no. you were like, oh my God, I get to see Julian Casablancas on stage. Yeah, like you did, you weren't seeing them on Instagram stories yeah. every second day. So like there was that removal. There was so much more of an allure there. Like all I had was a static, we didn't even have YouTube. No. Like I think YouTube existed, but there was no music videos on YouTube. So I remember like all I had was a static poster of Julian Casablancas on the Strokes. Yeah, and then we're thoughts him that on... I could go to the main stage at auction and see how they move, <laughs> yeah, fucking tripped me out. Like I was like, oh, I get it was it. just they were so far removed because now you have something in your phone and you're like watching, Zach and Julian Casablanca's mm. being um, Norway doing a show. And you're like, yeah. grand, grand. You kind of feel... know the set. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now, like, I mean, you would just see them on MTV in an interview or their music videos in TV, or mm. you could search them online or whatever. But like. Yeah, it's just they're a bit more. I don't know. Celebrity culture is just so fucking weird, and mm. definitely has affected like festivals and shit like that. So now, there's not so much of a like, oh my god, I'm dying to see this person at a festival because yeah. and bands are working crazy right now where they're like touring nonstop. So if yeah. I want to see like say the Blaze are playing Body and Soul, which I don't think Jenny and I can make, I'll just I'm like okay, well they're they've just got off a tour, they'll probably just retour again. So I'll just catch them when they're back, bro. I know, and I think it's like um. It must be obviously something to do with like obviously no bands make money off music anymore. So yeah. they just have to be on tour. Now obviously no one ever made a lot a huge amount of money off their records but like it would usually tick them over so that they could then take four months off and make another incredible album. Yeah. And no they have to be constantly on yeah. tour. I remember Chance the Rapper saying that. Really? Like, that he because he releases all his music for free because it, well, he probably wouldn't have people buying any. Yeah. You know the way like I mean music is basically free now which is just insane. Um, but so yeah he makes money off his merch and off touring so if you are like a working musician you just have to tour 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 we see it constantly with so many acts like they're just non-stop on tour mm. um, so, so which is great because you can always kind of go see the band you like yeah. you, know, you don't have to catch them at the festival or anything like that but um but yeah, so I remember when we got to that festival last year and we like landed, had the pint in our hand, third one in, and I'm just like, what the fuck do I do here? <laughs> yeah, I was Apart like, from get gee-eyed. I know. That's and, petrifying. And it was so fucking, I mean, we were blessed with amazing weather for Body yeah. and Soul last year. But like, Lindsay and I, like, I remember we sat down and we were like in this like open field, like where the sun was like beating down on us I'd had a few cans and I was like already feeling like a shriveled I was prune. like I'm knackered and I'm miles away from where we're staying because we go down we went down with a brand obviously as y'all know so we then got a hotel and got very well looked after extremely thankful for which for anyone comes stunning <laughs> it's stunning but the only thing is is that that luxury kind of comes with a little price is then when you do get to the festival less you're freedom kinda, like I had a bum bag mm. so you don't you can't like pop back to the tent and have a little cat nap you're like okay I'm here for the entire day yeah. and, po- and night and forever mm. I am here with this plastic cup full of booze that's just going to make me first of all dehydrated as fuck in this beating heat <laughs> and second of all pissed and making a fool out of myself and seeing bumping you're b- wandering around you're seeing mm. people that know it's from it gals or 
randomers from school so god knows what you're shiting <laughs> this guy you shagged once you're like hey guy i'm loving it Woo, festivals. festivals are mad like that like whenever i'm at them i'm like this is gas and it's just all these adults who like are in a fucking field and a few kids and we all, oh always a few kids and we just all decided to have organized fun for three days of yeah. mad music and, and you have always, to go mad at it oh you have to go mad at it like you don't just go to a fe- you have to go mad at this festival like you drink like I like, I know I obviously it's a choice but like <laughs> this is what I'm like like when I have a pint like I'm now only going to be having pints for the whole day and night yeah it doesn't it's not oh, like as our friend said yesterday we were in town with him and he was like we were like were you at Pudding so last year and he was like ah uh, yeah I think so. yeah I was yeah we were like were you with our friend blah 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 and he was like ah uh, probably could have been who knows he's like I get to the festival and it's, I just go see you on Monday <laughs> And he just goes mental. God knows. But lads are so much better at that because like yeah. girls are like, you know, in the tent with a little compact mirror throwing gems on their faces <laughs> and like planning these outfits for months. Like lads, what, put on a kooky shirt, some shorts and just fucking throw loads and loads of booze into their bag yeah. and then go off and go mental. Girls still have this random like this new thing that actually didn't happen when I was younger going to Oxygen. Like at Oxygen, when I first started festivals, all you really clothing wise cared about was just being warm mm. and um wellies yeah wellies raincoats and just being warm mm. style was not a fucking thing no one looked good we all looked random yeah and it was great because you actually then were just like immersed in having fun it wasn't about getting the picture it wasn't about like There's nowhere to put, fucking put the picture no like i got it <laughs> we brought it disposable and took yeah. gas ones for yeah. our memories that we looked awful and mm. thank god i didn't have the instant pick then because like Dear God, I didn't look good at a festival. Because I keep seeing people having this conversation as well. Like I see this uh, being talked about so much online. Like people are like, whoa, I really have to bring it this year for the festival season in fashion. I'm yeah, like, it's like I'm really excited to show you guys these looks. I know. You are going to be blown away. It's like, no, it's like, one, you're putting so sorry, much pressure on yourself. But it's funny as hell. Like just, <laughs> that's just, it's just a little, little festival. And it is. A few tunes. It is mad when you're at the festies and you see people bop around in mad clothes and you're like I'm just like immediately I'm like you're first of all so uncomfortable oh my god and they don't look like no one's looking at them you know no one's like what an outfit no people are like I mean I honestly think it's so much fucking cooler like to just go to a festival you know shorts I mean my normal shit I always fucking wear because like just comfortable kind of cool sexy clothes Mm. like the only people who I can forgive for it are like the likes of like Jess Brennan who's like working at festivals and like part of her work is dressing mad do you know what I mean like having cool costumes and like that I get but like but Jess Brennan like I do think that that's her comfort you know like people always write to me and are like how do you wear shorts so fucking far up your hole all the time I'm like I really find like I I wouldn't wear something every day if I wasn't comfortable like I wear shorts they're my go-to shorts and a band t-shirt is like my go-to because it's just it feels like pajamas on me and I think that's like Jess Brennan wears like the same kind of clobber I know, you know, but what I mean is that like, she obviously talks about like bringing looks and collabing with brands and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, and, like yeah. I get it when it's like your business. Yeah. Cause, like, but she's also like, she dresses like that, you know. Well, not day day day. we saw her in fucking Body and Soul, she's wearing a po- fucking top hat. Oh, yeah. But she was actually working. <laughs> That's that wasn't what I mean, her choice. When she's, when she's putting those things up, it's usually because she's working at a lot yeah. of the festivals. Do you know that way? I think it was a cabaret thing that she was doing that. Something like that. Yeah. Like, that wasn't <laughs> her choice. But, like, I mean, she still would like dress up for festivals, but oh, like she. Yeah. It's just a kind of little bit more of an extended version of the way she always dresses anyway. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. get. And I also get like, you know, some people are really into that, like exploring mm. mad styles and styling stuff and like, 
wearing all the gems and all that kind of stuff but for people who maybe aren't into that who feel that kind of pressure oh crap I have to wear some mad shit on my face at the festival because that's now what you do at a festival like it's kind of like it's same with summer it's like oh crap everyone's going away man like they're going away for three weeks in Thailand three months this for summer I kind of you know you don't do what you fucking want basically Mm. is what I'm basically trying to say like if you love and enjoy and get so much fun out of going to a festival with like cone tits and like nipple tassels and you know going mad and that's your fun then like of course do that and have fun doing it girl but if you're doing it because of the random pressure of like yeah. oh crap every like you know all my friends are randomly going mad for this festival I know I have to try and put together this festival look and it's not a natural kind of expression or something where yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to go away this summer but I kind of everyone else is blah 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 mm. it's like kind of maneuvering through summer and all this kind of trending shit that's going on right now but making sure that you're doing it because you want to and you enjoy it and it's something you want to fucking do do you know like because I think the past couple years I was going to loads of festivals and I was having fun at them and I definitely want to go to a few this year but with festivals in Ireland I feel like you go to Body and Soul then everyone's like you going to life you going to yeah. the picnic yeah. you're going to this weird little one on an island you're not going to that oh yeah, my, like, my, my. Like, that's the new one that's the new one there's one on every week like and it's I like know. okay oh I feel like I have to go to the mall to be like you know soaking up the best of my summer mm. and then like and then you do well you get FOMO because you're like or it's like almost like de- like what's not delayed but like it's like I'm, I'm like projecting FOMO on the I'm like oh my god but if I don't go to all together now and all my frenzies go to all together now and what's <laughs> that because like last year we went to Body and Soul and then we had the opportunity to go to all together now as, as well and I don't know I was just like I think I had been away and then there was that and then there was something else in between I didn't have one weekend where it was just like chill mm. and I was just like you know what I know I remember when we went to Body and Soul like I had to take a day off work and my voice went like yeah. I was just like I can't afford to do that again and I just wanted to keep it like low key and then mm-hmm. I remember the day you and Jack were going down I was like I regret it I regret it There, what if it's so much better than Body and Soul there's a better group of people and everyone has more fun and ah, it's like did I go to the wrong one or I totally get the kind of like because the thing about festivals I remember if I didn't go to a festival in school especially yeah. or in college you now are out of so many in jokes. Random Ugh. shit goes down at festivals where they're all like taking whatever and they're like, <laughs> I remember when we the hat, the hat. Yeah. Oh my God, the hat. And then the water, the water. Oh my God, you were paddling. And it's like, who is what paddling with? It's like, like ah. So we dropped acid and you're like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I, I can't relate to this in any way whatsoever. I know. And I remember like when I first started going to festivals, that whole added pressure of like the droge. Yeah. Like I was in, I went with like randomers because like none of my friends wanted to go to festivals. And one year I was like, I'm going to every fucking festival when I had the dreads, you know, hippie vibes. And um, went down with this kind of random crew that I wasn't really close with at all. I was like, fuck it, they're gone. And they're all like, okay, we're all dropping acid at this time. And I was like, oh, well, I'm bloody not. Get that. I'm petrified. I was like, no, hell to the no. I'll have the dreads, but I'm not doing I the know. acid. I, no, I look like I take it, yeah. but I don't in any way. <laughs> and um, so they all did that. And like, they were all mental. And I was just like <laughs> sipping on my flagon of cider being like, how's the trip, guys? And they're like, wow, you're sparkling. And um, then after they fucking finished their damn trip, they all started talking about how they were a family. Oh, because no. of the shared trip. And you're like, I'm the <laughs> They were like, we are a family. They're all hippies. And they were like, we are a family now. And I was like, 
Am I part of that? Even though I don't know if I want to be a part of that. It's a weird family because of their shared trip. And then they all left the festival and moved in together. You're joking. I was like, <laughs> hold on. We all like a festival moment. If but only let's you did just those tabs, chill. You would I know. Be living in a One of them is still going out with the boyfriend she met. Community. That was knocking stocking fucking about Ooh. seven years ago. going out with her freaking brother. Whoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the family. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, bloody hell. But like, like wow. Who knew Arkansas was going to breed incest? I know. Oh, God. But like, yeah, I totally think it's just a good thing to learn just in general with like, it's so hard with social media when like, you're like, no, I'm choosing not to go to this night out or yeah. festival or whatever, or I'm going to stay in like my hometown for summer. Mm. That's what I want to do. It's like so hard to kind of maneuver through what you actually want to do and what then you might like you said you regretted not going a bit but then you know you also wanted your like cozy yeah. weekend but it's then also like, like oh. you just have to I always try and just be like <laughs> it's such a weird but like nothing really ever matters like now I'm a year later didn't go to all together now yeah it's grand they're definitely and also accepting I think you do have to accept that there will be a week or two where you will be out of the joke You just have to accept it You know yeah. you, And there will be conversations That happen where you're like I just didn't get to experience that And that's okay Yeah I know <laughs> You know that way And because like you know Obviously every now and again Like that will come up Like you know Something about all together now Or say the first year You went to Body and Soul And I was away At the time yeah, You know yeah. that way And that was our first kind of trip That we were going on a to a festival with a brand and I was like oh like obviously I wanted to go on my fucking holiday I wasn't going to come home early to go to Body and Soul yeah like she'd had the holiday book before we got the opportunity yeah. so it's so, like and it was like you know with my boyfriend at the time and his family so I'm like, I'm like excuse me like I'm actually going to be fucking off to Body and Soul but like still to this day stories get brought up from that weekend and it's just you just have to be like oh well I wasn't there I now mean, what I do is I kind of know the story so much now I join in and I'm yeah, like, like ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like Lindsay do you remember you did that because I'm like I know the story so well so you can kind of join in your own way <laughs> yeah literally and it is just to kind of like also you're not going to be able to do everything because say for you know people going off for a visa three months in New York whatever yeah you know they I know I remember any time like when I was in college and my friends would be leaving for like the three months of the summer and I'd be staying and I'd be like oh they're gonna be like having so many new experiences new friends a new place I'm yeah. kind of just still here but when they go away they're always texting me like so what's the fucking gossip what's going on what's going on I'm like well how's the streets at NY they're like yeah great great but, but what's going on in Dublin how's your one who's that so it's like they're getting the FOMO of you staying at home kind of as well so it's kind of like you can't do everything yeah and when you're being like pressure, not pressurized, but when there's these like with social media and stuff and it's, everyone seems to be having these like full summer, it's the best summer of my fucking life. Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah, just yeah. like, chill. It's all chill. I'll have a nice little summer. Come rain or shine in Ireland. Making the most out, most out of it and not putting too much pressure on yourself to kind of feel like you have to do stuff that you maybe not, don't want to do or like... Or just yeah, beating yourself up for missing something. Good jumping on like trends or, or like putting yourself out of money, like you know, spending like festivals are fucking expensive. So holidays expensive. are fucking expensive. Like I remember when I was in sixth year, everyone was going on the sixth year holiday, sixth year holiday, and like I couldn't afford it. And like or the the holiday they were all going to was like Crete, and it was like twelve hundred euro. And, yeah. Or like, and I was just like, I can't fucking do this. And luckily, my friends were the same. And where do we go? A festival. <laughs> oh, handy. We went to a festival in um, Belgium. Oh, in grass. Belgium. Yeah, we went to Rockvorster and it was like crazy lineup. It was really crazy. But like, you know, so, you know, 
being able to like adapt things to your own ability as well like you know say if I can't afford to go away this summer like I might try to take another weekend trip somewhere in Ireland or like do something or just like also realizing that you've got loads of fucking time to travel and you can travel whenever you don't have to only go away in summer you can go away in November if you yeah, want to making and the most out of what you have at your disposal like yeah. so say like yesterday when it's a gorgeous sunny day mm. we were in town we had a free few hours we like had a lovely little pint and some food and then I got another couple of drinks and like enjoying that moment like and that's wonderful like I'm lucky to be right near the beach so if there is like a sunny day I can just like pack up a few bits go across the road and mm-hmm. enjoy it you know it doesn't have to be like what's beyond your means kind of thing cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. So let's move on to the second half of the show um, because in the internet world, the world of uh, beauty bloggers, there's been another explosion that, yes. of drama that like we, we just kind of had to touch on because it's such it's so big, huge. So if you haven't heard, there was huge drama going on with between Tati Westbrook and James Charles, who are two really big beauty influencers. And we're not going to recap the videos because her video is 45 minutes long of Pure scalding hot tea. Oh, I mean... I couldn't recommend it enough. I only started watching Taddy and that was amazing. Like, I was fully invested yes. in this drama. So it's not like, you know, you kind of have followed her for longer. Uh, yeah, and, randomly yeah. I've been watching her for years. I don't know why. She's just a very reliable beauty blogger. Like, I love beauty and I love makeup. Yeah. Um, and... She just, you know, those people like we talk about it with Samantha Ravendell as well. The way she talks about makeup is just so it's like poetry. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's the trust there. And see, I'm not mad into makeup as you are. Yeah. I'm more kind of into fashion. But um, like if there was something like that at my disposal of, of like fashion, yeah, like I love that kind of shit. But yeah, she's so reliable. Like you said, she's just really damn good at her job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, she released this 45 minute freaking video called "Bye Sister." And obviously, oh. as everyone knows, James Charles, like he's like he has sisters apparel. He has like he calls all his fans sister. And there was this; it was bubbling. My friend Yulia actually told me about it. She was like, "Oh my god, I was just about to leave my house and Tati uploaded that video." And I was like, "What video?" And she was like, "The thing about James Charles." And I was like, "Huh?" Like I didn't. Apparently, there was all these like murmurs of it for the last like few weeks okay. about this drama because it started when he went to Coachella and she cried on and her she Instagram went, she cried on her like Snapchat or yeah something yeah. like that and anyway it all blew up but okay so when I checked this is a fun game right when mm-hmm. I checked earlier on this morning okay to see how many views her video and his had I they both had 39 million views on their video on her one and his sorry one Yes, his sorry one came out with an eight minute apology. Yes, so her one had 39 million. It's yeah, it's still 39 million. It's three days ago, and his one has 39 million views as well. 39 million that's wild. 
Oh my goodness, there's so much surrounding this video. There's so many things we can extract from yeah. it. Like, I mean, like we said, this was a 45 minute takedown of James Charles via Taddy. But done, everyone commended her by being extremely, they would use the words like classy. Yeah. And this is, you know, so she, people wouldn't, weren't really calling it a kind of like, it wasn't yeah like, like it's hard it's a hard thing to talk about because it's obviously not taken. down like the, you could tell that her intention wasn't like first of all go watch the video if, you, if you're going to listen to the rest of the podcast because yeah pause be- and I mean like I said I wasn't a big avid follower I'd never no. honestly watched one James Charles video before yeah. but everyone knows who James Charles yeah, is yeah no I've obviously seen yeah. him and I know that he's huge but um it, it's she just handles herself she comes she's so eloquent and she comes across really well and it's just really descriptive of what went down in their relationship and it's really interesting if you are interested interested in that kind of stuff it's not about beauty it's more about like the background I think like mm. we get this so much even just from online stuff like people are so interested in the background the cogs behind like these new industries totally um, because it's so unknown still and it's so new and because so much of it is based upon friendships and alliances yeah. because you know the beauty community and it's the same in the Irish influencer community which Lindsay and I are not a part of no. which we are still very much on the outside of like you do you see this happening where you see you know a part of being in the the, the business of influencer kind of stuff is like having alliances with friends and you know mm-hmm. there's obviously like groups of girls in the Irish influencer scene who are like a fivesome or a foursome or like yeah. a twosome and, and they help each other exactly. it's like you scratch my back I scratch yours and then all of, of a sudden Sally's not hanging out there one day yeah and everyone's like hold on and you know I can see how it's hard for both sides of that because as the audience you're like hold on for the last three years you were pushing Sally in her face and now she's nowhere to be seen and now Gemma and we don't get an explanation yeah and now Gemma is like your mm. besto and you're kind of doing the same things like all that kind of stuff it's and just then, really like, interesting but, knowing the background yeah and then it's obviously hard for like the influencer half as well because like you're probably not only maneuvering through like a weird friendship breakup but also like a career kind of driven thing and like then it's also like this question of like how much do influencers owe their community information and you see that all the time like Mm. you see stuff like you know well she puts herself out there well she puts herself out there so we're but it's like everyone puts themselves out there by walking out your house and walking up and down your street you're putting yourself out there I don't think you know like or even if you have a Facebook account you know you're kind of putting yourself out there yeah. just because your Instagram or your Facebook gets huge doesn't mean that you are then subjected to kind of owe people stuff you know well I think it's like you owe them as much as you feel you owe them at any given time like, you owe as much you know, as you want and you're exactly. willing to and you yeah. can change at any point too you yeah. know like say for example like you online four years ago would have had maybe been way more transparent with a lot of stuff in your personal mm. life but that doesn't mean to say you have to Always because be it's that trial and error. Part. It's yeah. a new um, existence. You know, we're yeah. living our lives online. So, like, I, you know, did that because I'm. I was just like that, and I, I, I'm still like. I mean, I still talk about my personal life a lot on here. Loads, to be honest. I wasn't even saying. Yeah, but I mean, like, you've don't you've to, you totally find the waves in the. You know, it's a trial and error. Mm. Like, you know, like Tati obviously wanted to make that video. She said that, like, you know, she was thinking about it, and she may not ever make a video like that again. She may be like, mm. actually, that. It's still, like she doesn't know what will happen. Like now we're at the moment where the videos are out. They've gone completely viral. It's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. People are reacting to it. And we don't know what will happen next, really. And she did bring that up. You know, she was saying that like um, on that point that we're making, you know, she was like, I do realize that uh, I did like I have my life out there public and she felt like she did owe her audience so I think it's like that's where it comes from an honest place I think is when you're making the decision that you feel you your audience deserves to know something rather than 
kind of kneeling down to pressure to like have to expose someone or jumping on a bandwagon to expose someone just for the sake of it when it's like you didn't want to expose them six months ago and now you do Mm. just because it's popular to expose or drag or cancel or like oh crap this is viral I want to get on this which we're obviously seeing with this particular one loads like I mean it's all over my YouTube just like this person's reaction my thoughts and everyone like YouTube is getting like 12 million views and a reaction video about James Charles it's It's so crazy like when you think of like the the financial aspect of it that like you know people's downfall deserved or not right Mm -hmm. also becomes like uh like profitable gig yeah it's so fucked up like it's like obviously this is happening to James Charles now and happening to Tati because I'm sure she's going through some crazy shit too because like it's such a personal situation she's Mm -hmm. in and like say if you make that video it gets 39 million views you're like oh like like that probably I say that did especially if you've built your career and it's a really good career like Tati has such a huge career as obviously James does or did and your most viral moment is nothing to do with your actual yes. career. Like it's not so like her annoying. talking about a highlighter is gone. Like viral, yeah. it's or always her new this. product. It's like yeah. it's like personal drama. So like, and it's always the way with every um, yeah. online thing. And like it's just it's just mad that like it must be a bizarre thing to watch as the people involved in the story to also see all these kind of like nobodies latching on and getting like fifteen million views. And you're yeah. like, I know they made like twenty grand off my yeah. weird friendship breakup. It's such a odd thing in like modern terms, modern times. How it be, it's like it's monetizable. That I know. You can monetize like, I on watched, someone else's. I watched one this English guy who said he just saw him once at an event. You know? <laughs> like, My truth with James Charles. I know, and it's like, and it got like twelve million. It was like, I mean, I I watched the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. It was good, but I mean, (laughs) I'll link you, link you gals if you want it too. But um, what we were kind of interested in was one um, it was Shane's response, right? Uh, I think we were going to talk about the age first, or we talk about the Shane stuff. I guess uh, let's bring it up with Shane's response. Yeah, so obviously, um, Shane Dawson is a huge influencer, and he has been kind of synonymous now. Uh, over the last year with kind of these comeback kind of like helping someone who was cancelled come back to uh, the forefront of like YouTube yeah, he and, kind like, of tries to his and, aim is to kind of like humanise these mm-hmm. people who've been ostracised so he did um, one on Tana Mojo after Tana gone he did one on Jeffree Star who was obviously extremely controversial over the past 10 years he's mm-hmm. done one on Jake Paul like I mean huge controversial figures and he's friends with James Charles and he's newly friends with Tati mm-hmm. because he's currently doing a documentary with Je- Jeffree Star about the beauty community that's all we know and I think everyone was kind of on like just holding their breath waiting for Shane to say something because he is kind of like the papa bear of like YouTube he's kind of like reasonable he's not there for the drama really yeah like he like he's he loves the drama I think but he's not like yeah he doesn't indulge in it and he doesn't he doesn't throw more stuff in the fire like a lot of others with that he's quite neutral in his saying and he also like kind of likes everyone you know the way yeah. like people like so different to like say Jeffrey Star, but Jeffrey Star will just kill it. Oh yeah, with the, the sassiest fucking tweet as he did. As he did, yeah. So uh, Shane put up something today, and he said, oh, "I'm feeling sad. Everything feels so dark right now. Even though I believe some people need to be humbled, I also could never enjoy watching someone go through something like this. Today, I want to focus on good stuff. I feel like I have uh, <laughs> I feel like I have tea poisoning from seeing all this drama. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like send a nice text to someone blah 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 I don't know uh, we all need to feel that right now blah 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 positive vibes kind of thing but I do think he has a good point there where it's like there is always this weird curve with like cancelled culture I think where at the start you watch the first video 
and you either take a side you either believe the video yes fuck them or you're anti the video no they need redemption and if you take the like yes like screw James Charles kind of side you're kind of going yeah and you see all these videos and you're like oh my god isn't it crazy that he's this and he's that and he's that and then he puts out this shitty apology video and you're like oh my god he's crap it always gets to a point where I'm just like oh god this has gotten really dark and mean and like you know we've talked about it a lot on the podcast where it's like sometimes you do end up being like okay is this worth the crime and where is where's the end point that's what I'm always like I'm like okay yeah we're all dragging James Charles but like in this instance you know there's been quite serious allegations that we're not going to go on into too depth you can watch uh, the video yourself we have another episode planned around that yeah where we want to kind of touch it it's a sensitive topic so but it was kind of allegations about James Charles kind of using his fame and notoriety to kind of get sexual favors off uh, people so there's that's quite a heavy serious allegation and that's where the variety that's what really kind of yes you know made it go viral because when Tati brought that up I think it was in the middle of her um video and the way she it described was like it was really like on the floor I know and it was like okay this is not just about some bogus freaking <laughs> vitamins this is about like this is really really serious yeah. and like that also as we've seen which you know rightly so she's gonna be she's doing the first like fist in air Mm -hmm. I'm not standing for this via that video Mm -hmm. which then obviously has encouraged which we see time and time again with stuff like this other people propping up with their experiences with oh he slid into my DMs or my Mm -hmm. ex's DMs and he's you know all this everyone has their own story which then is like piled on top piled on top and it's this huge big thing yeah so James Charles is only 19. 19. It's crazy. And he's like a million, multi, multi, multi I mean, so he, again, the variety of this went so big as well because it was the, fr- like, it was, he lost as much followers, um, well, that was he's a YouTube lost, record, right? I think he, he's lost, uh, to this point, three million followers and he had just been like... And that's in what, three days? Three days. So a million a day. A million a day. I think it's the, re- the biggest, uh, like... It's a record-breaking loss, I think. Yeah. Fra- spawned off of a controversy anyway. Um, But, like, you know, and... It, and she's gained more than she's that, She's gained right? more than he's lost. So she's gone up from five to nine, I think. She's gained four million uh, followers and he's lost three. <clears throat> and, I mean, there's no end in sight of it. As I said, the video has got 40 million views each. And this is, like, the start of it. This, this is, is like, you know... It one video each yes. and obviously then all the reactions and everyone else yeah. has taken the tweets but like it's just like where's the end point sometimes I just feel that you know that way it's like at what point do we start like looking at the allegations and being like okay are they just jumping on this now like I saw there was one as you said like there's one video of some guy being like I met him at an event and he was rude and then there's obviously more uh, some other allegations which you know should be taken a little bit more seriously because there were stories mentioned in the video about a waiter and then this waiter has come out so that one you can kind of go okay he's you know if he's if he if his story has been spoken about in a video I think that there is an entitlement there that he can then come on and give his side unfortunately I mean we saw this with Al, Por- Al Porter it was mm-hmm. quite similar in terms of like these stories came out and then his history of um work was very much kind of verified that behavior in yeah. some ways yeah, yeah and we're seeing the same with James Charles like um, I watched a video with James Charles it was like it was called My Crush Does My Makeup and it was a hairdresser guy who was straight and um, 
just you can kind of see this very weird manipulative behavior Mm. from James towards this man who's quite visibly uncomfortable but also likes James and you know they're friends and they probably work together and you know have some form of relationship um, and it's I can see there's 100% and then from what Tati says like there's just this very very dark background to um, you know this guy and how he's handling fame at mm. his age and like you know I know like he's 19 he's young but he's still 19 and adult and the thing is is you know that that will bring us on to kind of the the second half where we want to talk about is that like you know there is these people kind of saying you know Tati's this 37 year old woman and uh you know even though she spoke about like taking on like a motherly kind of maternal role in James Charles's life and career Mm -hmm. especially because his family are from New York and he's living out in LA so he had kind of Tati as this kind of maternal figure and people are saying you know it's disgraceful for a 37 year old woman to be dragging a teenager online and like I did when I heard that I was like okay I can kind of see that but at the same time like she's not only like his friend but she is also his colleague so like if I had a job and say I'm like you know I'm turning 30 this year and say there was like a 19 year old in my job and if I had a severe problem with how they were acting within our workplace and Mm -hmm. especially you know she was saying that he was kind of bringing up stuff like around her other colleagues and her family at like, you know, they only know each other from work and all that. And also she had very much, um, you know, put like, you know, she had kind of made his career to some form of Yeah. Like in some, like he made his career because everyone loves him. Like she helped him. She helped him. She she advised him. Selflessly as well. More so with his, like him being able to obtain some kind of wealth. So obviously that helped his career. But, but, you know, so it's like, you know, I, I I do think that you can still, the age thing, like, hold some truth but like you know she's unhappy with how someone who she not only helped but someone who that she aligns herself with professionally yeah. is acting is, as a colleague and who's yeah she looked like his you know best friend mm. like he was always on her channel she always like you know stand his products and yeah. gave the dis- discount codes but um i mean it's a diff- difficult one to maneuver because like yes he's 19 and i remember me at 19 mm. like you have a lot of growth to do that will happen however it does not excuse and at any age truly you cannot excuse um sexual misconduct and manipulation like that and i think like her her big thing that she was kind of trying to tap into was like she doesn't know she's obviously not trying to comment on whether he was always like this manipulative psychopath but she was kind of saying like the fame that I have helped you obtain and the Mm -hmm. the success that I've helped you obtain has kind of destroyed you a bit and I need to like call it out well you're just spiraling into this like I mean demon I mean it's just petrifying like what she was saying about the waiter and Toddy had said James that waiter is straight yeah like stop commenting on him sexually in a context at her birthday dinner like just inappropriate like inappropriate And, um, and he said yeah but I'm a celebrity yeah which is just like red fucking flag. Which You're is just a mental. Which shows the whole like this culture that yeah. is, we've created. We're creating these monsters, these self-made people who like find this huge amount of fame, like, and then feel completely that they can just they own the world. They can do what they want. There, it's like, especially now that like you know it's so numbers based with YouTube mm. with Instagram. It's numbers, numbers, numbers. It's views. It's followers. So. She he trumped her with followers. He had like ten million more followers than her, and Crazy. you know, so he is therefore better than her. Yeah, he has more influence. His power than her. is greater. He's more powerful. He's more of a celebrity. 
you know so and that's what I think is so bizarre if you attach those numbers to you as a person and your like sense of importance which everyone does I feel to some degree Mm -hmm. it's terrifying which what that can mean it's like you are 634 yeah I'm 10 million therefore I'm better than you you know it's that weird kind of culture that's what people kind of are adapting or even like say for example like me and Lindsay are both on some PR lists and like you know there's times where like they'll only send you stuff mm-hmm. and like you, you know I would have to like separate my kind of mentality of not Your spiraling down a thing of being like even. yeah my self-worth by being like that means Lindsay's better than me because they will only send Lindsay the thing they won't they've mm-hmm. obviously looked you know your mind can spiral where I could be like they looked at Lindsay they looked at mine they said oh well, fuck Jenny we'll just get you know Lindsay and then like I could be like oh I gotta send the list and then I'm not getting I know but it's like but then also as well, means nothing it's just a number it's thing bullshit. it's bullshit like, like certain you know they're just seeing which is like bad on some brands as well because it's, it's not just numbers based in terms of influence and blah 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 yeah. but like it's also business it's not personal so yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. take it you know but mm-hmm. but at the same time we are constantly told in society that you know these numbers and even if it's not um followers even if it's number of likes like I've heard yeah. kids talk about that like I heard kids on the bus the other week being like do you see she gets 80 likes while her friend someone else or fucking friend she, she only gets 50 and like well she has more followers yeah but she gets more likes so like it's even gone down to engagement now with younger children oh no it's bad like mad. I mean even say with you and I if we both put up a pic when we're at a show and you get more likes yeah, it's and like, I have huh. more followers I'm like well, but, blah, 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 but yeah. I have more followers blah, blah, blah. Exactly. and you can just be thinking of this crazy you useless shit mm. and like as well on the other hand I mean not that you definitely are thinking of it, but you might be like oh well she may have more followers but I have more likes so you know it's just <laughs> I do like, think that all the time it's just <laughs> mad like so weird that we're like it's like calorie counting but yeah. for followers and it's so public which is the crazy thing I know thing, anyone you know, can just way. see it um, but what was I going to say uh, like is James Charles still like still have more followers than you though bitch and I then know. like then their power will shift if this keeps on going the way it does well, and it's very close now yeah. she's nearly up to 10 and he's so then, down to like what 11 or something I know so, she's so that like that power shift that that can happen like that yeah. so like now I have more than you who knows yeah you could just randomly get a million and then I'm I'll be like but you know it's just exactly and it's so selfish it's so like self-involved well it's just like your Instagram is yours and your followers like unless like obviously with it girls we have our it girls um Instagram but like yours is yours and, and thank your god lives. that number is exactly in between both of our families yeah, yeah I know <laughs> so it's okay it's like the halfway point yay but it is just a real like you own it yeah if you have like however many followers you own that yeah yeah. you know yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, sharing yeah. even if it's like I put up a pic of me and you you put up a pic of me and you and yours yeah. I got more followers on my page from yeah. my page with <laughs> us too. it's just really like self-indulgent and that regurgitates and it's and like it's like inherently personal yeah it's based on you and your pictures and what you choose to and put up I know and like we're trying trying to I think like you know people are putting up pictures at certain times they're yeah. getting on the viral thing they're putting up clothing that is kind of more popular on Instagram right yeah. now that kind of, like we see instagals who literally dress Instagram style because that then will get you likes or this certain brand yeah. will get a definite like it's like so toxic and, and I just think never ending you can just really see that with James Charles as well like I think um you know you were talking about there like you know this guy is like 19 and you know it's obviously he's his personality in some ways being corrupted by this industry but I also you know find that he's kind of this weird like poster boy for uh, a generation of kids who are growing up where insta fame is accessible like because he's not it's not like it's very uh, individual and new kind of fame because it's not like child stars of the past where like they went to Nickelodeon or Mm -hmm. like Disney which 
you know, we all know they've <laughs> had their issues too. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is like we, do, we haven't navigated this before where it's like James Charles got famous because he uh, had a, a staged viral photo. Like, do you know, that's no. how. So James Charles got famous that. because he put up a tweet I think he had like 10k or something beforehand he was doing like makeup looks he, but he wasn't known you know that way okay. and he put up a photo on Twitter um, of uh, his graduation photo high school graduation photo and he said um, didn't like my first graduation photo so I asked could I reshoot it and bring in my ring light and he so he made it out as if he went in to get his high school photo he then he went back to the photography and said i don't like it can i bring back my ring light and he reshot it and he had all this makeup on he was a boy in beauty and he had face tuned the highlight to look really light but it came out a few years ago that he staged that all like he didn't that didn't happen he just took this photo and pretended on twitter he like kind of capitalized on he's obviously very smart like this is when he's mm. 17 he saw that like this could make him viral so it was a staged vir- wow. viral post which is really crazy um so it's just some it's a type of like fame that we just haven't navigated before where you can plant something out there like you know Lindsay and i could easily do this we could like plant a viral moment put all this money into like making i don't know a viral video of us in dublin who the fuck well knows? we see it all the time we could have we could stay to big friendship breakup and yeah, do like totally a, yeah um it goes where like just one of us comes on and is like hey guys yeah. it's just me this week um don't want to go into why but yeah like, exactly you know and, and then that kind of thing and then be like you, we see it with couples all the time mm. in tabloids we see like these reality stars who and youtubers do it all yeah the where they break up for three months and then they're putting up all these like mad like we're chloe fairy and sam goland from freaking geordie shore broke okay. up the other day and now there's a big conversation about like have they really broken up right. or is this just a way for them to garner more followers and yes. blah 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 like because we've seen this viral stuff happening all the time it's so easy to bloody make one if you wanted to and it's just it's so mad when fame is so accessible because like back when we were kids or like teenagers like there was no such thing as virality but you also couldn't you couldn't really like obviously there was you could go on Big Brother or something yeah. like that well we're called It Gals the only kind of peculiar fame that didn't come from talent was stuff like It Gals which was like from wealth and yeah. just like or like networking. having friends and yeah, yeah. So it was, like, and it was still so unattainable it was like hold on remember that girl Corey Kennedy who yes. like she apparently came from no money and she was randomly this it gal and like in LA and because she was friends with the cobra snake she yeah. was going out with them and then it was like oh my god she's 16 he's 30 yeah like, it was all it was mad stuff but freaky. it's kind of like it was way more unattainable like you couldn't just be a socialite no. it was just this unknown thing that somehow people are it gals <laughs> that's why we were so obsessed with it yeah. but now it's like oh you can kind of see how you can It's there's a quite a clear map of how to get totally. fame and it's, it's just such a mad thing to see like James Charles like you know, he is only 19, but he's already gotten to this nasty, you know, allegedly anyway, this nasty point of fame where he's not only like super aware of how famous he is, Mm. but obviously he's been corrupted by the money, corrupted by wealth and also like, now his mar- lack of morals yeah because like and then it's like the question is like do you just not learn those morals because it's always probably been kind of um you know when you are so close to your audience like a youtuber is like has his behavior always been kind of applauded by his audience but because, also is it affecting his audience yeah but I they're mean, 13 12 year old yeah kids. which is really scary like and that's what tati really touched upon in the video is her reasoning i think of coming out with something so intense and damaging was because she was like 
she is such a motherly figure yeah. she has been trying for children she longs for children it hasn't happened for her yeah she suffers really badly from endometriosis i, I know it's, it's so really sad. sad and it's i think that also pulls people into really mm. in this situation being like this was toddy's child yeah. you know it was a little beauty child and like you know she helped him and mothered him and then you know obviously he just threw it back on her face and everything but like she cares for the fact that his following is a super super young following and mm. he's getting like he does come out with quite outrageous things in his videos he is quite sexual he is putting up pictures of his freaking arse out in Coachella which is like look we all do it you know whatever yeah. however her kind of just the conversation is kind of being brought up is like you're on YouTube children have access to YouTube you know that your fan base is this certain age you know the influence is beyond comprehension of like I mean God knows what he could influence people to do well, I mean it's like you know, the Jake Paul thing it's it was, not the it's not even exactly it's it's not your regular influencer numbers like it's like a Jake Paul situation where it's like your reach is absolutely astronomical like Jake Paul is making millions upon millions a year and James Charles has had one of the biggest selling palettes of all time ever mm. with Morphe so it's like it's proven that like not only does he have a huge fan base, but they will buy his shit. They will buy his product. And they, they will listen to him and they want to be him. Exactly. Like he so, is their God, really. Yeah. And it's so scary to kind of... And I mean, he obviously staged that viral moment or whatever, but like, I mean, there's no planning or preparation for 16 million followers. No. And then this huge fame and this huge influence. Like we literally are putting like... He has a lot on his shoulders and he is mm. able to do whatever he wants with that. You know, he's under not really, there's no rules with what he talks about in his YouTube. No, no, no. Like, you know, there's, he doesn't, he's not owing, he doesn't owe the parents something really. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe he does, but if he doesn't have the moral compass to fucking want to do that and to kind of take some responsibility over the age of his followers, then he doesn't have to. You know, he can go on YouTube mm. and talk about sucking dick and getting straight men to kiss him. He can do that, apparently. He has been kind of doing so, Well, that. he doesn't really do the sucking dick stuff on YouTube. No, but he much. has said, um, he has mentioned of that he was interested in straight men yes. and that he looked for straight men. You, you know, know like, said, like, straight men is my type. And, you know, like, it's, it's I always find it a hard conversation to have about, like, um... And I don't have an answer, to be honest. Uh, like the whole role model kind of aspect of it. Yeah, same. Because it's like how, you know, when uh, Rihanna was asked, I think when she, remember she was like mm-hmm. bad girl, right? It was bad girl gone good or good girl gone bad. And like she was going through that whole like kind of crazy phase. Um, and someone was like, what do you think about all the young people? And she was like, I never asked to be anyone's fucking role model. Like, I know. And, and we've it, seen it with Miley Cyrus. We've seen so it with Britney. We've Britney, seen it with so timeless. many people who are these like, you know, like I can't be a child's role model. Role model. I'm not a child. Like, and also, mean, I'm not parenting your kid. No. Like, if you don't want your kid watching, because as you said, YouTube is a free for all, pretty much. Yeah. If you don't want your kid coming across something, then you, just, you put them on kids YouTube. Like, they don't, don't let them or watch the videos with them, and then make your decision of whether. That's I mean, it's a parenting thing, and it's also a YouTube thing to somehow yes. be able to. I don't know screen videos before they come on like obviously that Jake Paul one it was huge because he's more I've never had watched him I don't watch him but like when that um Logan Paul or Logan Paul sorry when that kind of whole um the suicide yeah freaking park happened um you know was before that I don't know I didn't follow him but he was kind of a child 
like was he children were really interested in him he is a really young him and Jake Paul have a really young uh, following and they do kind of uh, pander to having a young yeah. audience as well. Yeah, like they'll have like a water aware. park in their huge big yeah. mansion and shit. They're like aware that, that they their their followers are like ten. Yeah, and they're also yeah, and they're pandering to it as in like doing like a big ball pit in their fucking garden with yeah. like and you they know, don't swear, ball. they bleep out their swear words. Yeah. So they're very careful at doing that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But then like the suicide, and that was a huge bone of contention because a lot of um, YouTubers at the time were like, hold on, like you'll like demonetize my or take down my video where like you see like you know. A fucking swear word or something because I'm a smaller creator but obviously the Pauls make YouTube so much money that somehow that video wasn't flagged for anything mm. do you know that way so there was this weird favoritism and you James Charles is like 100% I mean he was just sent to the Met Ball by YouTube and we've the Met Ball the, did not yeah. the, uh, YouTube did not invite Jeffree Star who would have been oh, iconic I mean it's so sad I would have died to see Jeffree's outfit yeah. but and as well, we saw that Toddy's video um, went number one trending and then it was taken off the trending. So there's was big, it? I didn't yeah, see that. It was oh number one God. trending and there's all these videos about it as well. Conspiracy, yeah. Yeah, and that, then it was taken off the trending. So because he, James Charles, is very close to the YouTube CEO, I think. He runs um, Susan or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you're big enough on YouTube, you do end up knowing these people. And having relationships. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're your colleagues. Like, you're, I mean, you're making them, them so much money. So, so they want to protect money. you. Yes. So it's just this absolutely madly interesting at the mm. on top of it like it's so interesting because it's so new and no one knows where it's going to go yeah but it is in terms of like say children and that kind of influence it's just like i mean you just have to be more full-on with accessing your children with tablets you have to be maybe keeping them in the room when they're on a tablet or like just Checking the to, history, yeah. um, oh, knowing what they're watching and what the content is, and like not just trusting a kid saying it's a makeup video. Because well, I know when I was a kid, I was like trying to watch all kinds of crazy oh, shit. Same, <laughs> and I didn't have the access. Like no. I remember, I kind of only would finally be able to start watching weird shit when I was probably you know thirteen, and yeah. Sugar Rush was yeah. on uh, Channel Four, and I was like, oh my god, and it was like. It wasn't even that wild. It was like girls kissing each just, other. Yeah, and I was like, like, yeah, they were like lesbians. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I love this. Mama, leave the room. But then I'd have the remote control yeah. like, with like pressed on, it was on channel four. So that was four. But I'd have my hand like hovering over the three. So she yeah. came in, I'd be like, three, I'm just watching a bit of rugby here. Mom, nothing to see here. Just watching a bit of, she's like, what the hell? And she'd always come in and sex in the city and be like, what the hell? Oh. Like, oh no it wasn't it's it always, always in the sex me. scene it, oh I was just gonna say Sex and the City would be like a whole episode about like shopping and boys the minute my mum would walk in it'd be your man giving fucking Miranda the lick out with the glazed oh donut gosh. and she'd be like yeah. he didn't wipe his I'd be like I don't know what that is mom yeah or, <laughs> yeah or Samantha literally straddling this man and <laughs> being sex like swing. oh my goodness and your mom's like what and god David get in and look at what she's watching I, and you feel I like once I you're was like watching. been caught stripping or something you're like oh I remember once I was watching fucking something with my granny and like it, it was Friends oh my god and like Friends was usually like we were kind of I watching I wasn't allowed to watch Friends we weren't like this was like it's so sexual I know so we were watching this and like I was kind of like we watched Friends I was like Nana can you please watch Friends and she was like grand and we are watching it and I was like it'll be grand like nothing ever mad happens in Friends and like I can't remember the context but I remember like someone said the word vagina and I genuinely <laughs> wanted <laughs> to no. give the floor to split open and saw me and Nana Engulf was like you. that is absolutely disgusting I was like, uh, or they said blowjob. I think that's what it In was. Friends, yes. 
They was some Friends was so sexual so Like Monica sexual. and Chandler Were non-stop writing And it was Bonking. just like I remember when I was like Had had Luna And Jimmy and I Used to always watch Friends And like obviously I just had a baby Like I wasn't yeah. shagging You know I was like Ew I feel I, gross I fucking hate myself You I got a baby. reminded by the shag We were just watching it Trying to watch an innocent Little show like Friends Kind of get more innocent And it would be like Chandler and Monica Riding all the time And we were just like <clears throat> We're not Yeah Past the Tube of Pringles there please Gaping wound I know It's like Great We can't even watch Friends But like it is But yeah So to go back To to the James Charles thing uh, To wrap up anyway What do you think um, Regards To his career And redemption And All that kind of jazz Like what do you Foresee I do not think This is the end of him When something gets This viral I just do not think I think What cancelled culture wants Well what they think They want Is to like yeah, and we never heard from him again. Yeah, but what actually cancelled culture once is to see him a lot. Like yeah. there's there's never that much virality around someone, and they just poof. Yeah, especially when that was his job. I mean, it's in the inherently within like as I said, like you can come up quick, you can get viral quick, and you can get cancelled quick. But with those kind of snapshot, quick, 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 like this very like uh, fast moving culture, also means you can just bounce back just as quick. We exactly. see it all the time Like no one talks about Logan Paul's bullshit anymore Even though that was So So Huge. Crazy yeah. And there's still Mad stuff going on about them They're still being so controversial yeah. Like I mean You're the feckin' brother Had this massive party And apparently People were drugged yeah. And beaten up yeah. It's like Okay so, so they're They're just still You know It's not like they've like Hello I'm joining to the church no. And changing my life Because I was yeah, outed At this crazy person exactly. It's like No I'm still going to do it And still going to be making money And still gaining followers yeah. And losing And so so it's just kind of like yeah I think I think as well because because it's a case of you know with YouTubers it's in their own hand mm. they can create their own story James Charles can just create a little story of how to if he was able to create that story with the viral tweet and making up that whole like oh my god I brought my ring light into school he can now just make up this whole YouTube thing like you know and he is a creative and it's in his own hands he can just continue as normal which I say he will I say like I mean people also forget like that you know he has a huge PR team around him he has a lot of management and he has the backup of YouTube and Google which is like pretty much the most powerful company in the world Mm -hmm. so it's like and as well we've seen like again like we have the map to the fame we also have the map how to get yourself out of something exactly. like this exactly so I'm just saying he'll probably he's t- clearly quite a calculated person no matter what way if you think it's honest or if you think it's not he is very calculated and he knows he's very aware in a sense you know that way Um. so I think his career driven kind of capabilities will just kick in and he will go down this path he has enough money it's not going to be that big of a financial backlash on him because you know even if Morphe which I doubt they would take his palate away from him It'll probably come back in in a year. He's probably made millions off that palette at the mm-hmm. moment. He's grand. He bought a gaff. He owns a house in Calabasas and he's 19 and it's a mansion. You know that way. So I don't think um, it'll be the end of him whatsoever. But um, I be I am interested to see how it kind of pans out. I'm interested, I'm interested to see what road he'll take. Yeah. Will he do the whole like, okay, I made my apology, I might do one more, my truth video and then get straight back into doing a smoky eye. Whatever. I kind of feel it'll be, he's going to have that, he put his video out there and I think it's going to be maybe a two or three week hiatus mm-hmm. and then my gut tells me it will be a makeup tutorial. Like it'll be a kind of very much a plan, like just like, I don't even think there'll be a my truth video. I think, mm. 
shit will go on behind the scenes he'll take care of it behind the scenes he'll take a hiatus and then he'll be like thank you sisters I'm back and like at the end of the day he still has what fucking 8 million people watching him like that's shit loads. and again <laughs> when he does come back with that there'll be so much hype around that he'll probably gain a certain amount and Tati may have gained a certain amount of followers but it doesn't mean that she's gonna get those followers to watch her new you know Fenty Re- review yeah or whatever. because like that's, that's the nature of the game is that she gained following which I don't think she actually did it to gain a following but she did just gain a following off the back of drama so they're not going to be interested in the build up of her career it's actually so much better to slowly gain a following of actual like you know genuine people who are interested in your content which arguably James Charles has because that's what he makes he makes viral makeup content and those people want makeup content Mm -hmm. you know so it is interesting to see but uh, yeah crazy story crazy story and it was just it was crazy story and it was just interesting and topically I enjoyed that it was bringing up these really important topics and um, I appreciate that as a podcaster me too okay so let's go Linz because the battery on the old laptop's gonna die so we'll charge her up and we'll talk to you guys next week after Dublin crazy bye